to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real American boys! Laura Collins, Daily Mail, did you pay to spy on the Trump campaign? What are you going to comment on the spying allegations, Hillary? Did you pay for the having spied on? And there she goes, ladies and gentlemen, running like the scared coward that she is. That was Hildebeest, trash bag Hillary, running from the hard questions. And that is, did you pay to spy on the Trump campaign. It's an easy yes or no. You're not the queen, Hillary, okay? You resemble a hefty garbage bag at best. You are not the queen. You don't just wave like this when somebody asks you the questions about the laws that you broke and about the treason that you and your campaign committed. It does not require you to do this. It requires you to remove that face diaper that you're wearing on your face, and it requires you to look the American people in the eye and tell them what you did or didn't do. Not a queen wave. You're not Miss America. Matter of fact, you're far from it. You're about to be Mrs. Gitmo. <laughs> if we have anything to say about it. But there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they do. Like dogs with their tails between their legs, they run and hide. And did you see she's wearing her mask, but her Secret Service isn't wearing their mask? It's all about virtue signaling, lying, cheating, stealing. 
That's what the Clinton campaign is good at. That's what they've always done, ladies and gentlemen. And we're now exposing it. And sooner or later, whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's a week from now, whether it's a year from now, she will get what's coming to her. Remember when your parents always said that to you when you were younger? I might not find out today. I might not find out tomorrow. Might not find out next week. But sooner or later, I will find out. And when I do, your you-know-what is grass. But, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and read a little bit of this. Um, Indicted former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman, who we know has been charged with lying to the FBI, shared data purposed to show rare Russian-made phones being used near the Trump White House as part of an alleged scheme to tie President Donald J. Trump to Russia. And that is according to the special counsel John Durham's report that was filed last Friday. Durham's filing said that Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign paid a technology company to infiltrate Trump Trump Tower servers and later the White House. So it wasn't just spying on candidate Trump in Trump Tower. It went from spying on candidate Trump in Trump Tower to spying on president-elect Trump to President Trump into the White House. Watergate was child's play compared to this. Watergate was child's play compared to this. And as uh, our friend here in New Hampshire, Corey Lewandowski, said, this went all the way to the top. When it's all said and done, you will find out that this went all the way to the top. Every bit of it, ladies and gentlemen, went to Barack Hussein Obama. And I'll just tie this up with the purpose of the infiltration was to establish a narrative. These are John Durham's words, not mine. Establish a narrative of collusion between then-Republican presidential candidate Trump and Russia. And Sussman, who's been charged with making false statements to a federal agent, shared the purported data with a federal agency which sources said was the CIA in 2017 as part of a broader effort to raise the intelligence community's suspicions of Trump's ties to Russia. So here's my question, ladies and gentlemen. How many people were involved in this and had no idea what was going on? But I'll guarantee you the people that did know what was going on, Andrew McCabe, Hillary Clinton, Brennan, Comey, uh, Mueller, Uh, Lisa Page, Peter Strzok, guarantee you every one of those clowns knew what was going on. And it will happen, folks. I know a lot of you are not happy about it. I know a lot of you want to see handcuffs now, but it will happen. That I can promise you because you can't beat God and you are locked and loaded right here, ladies and gentlemen, live from America with your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. From the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, it's a blessing and an honor and an inspiration to be sitting in this chair behind this camera doing this show for you every single day. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock in the morning, and of course the evening show as well. To our Real America's Voice News partners, God bless you all. Thank you for joining in with the Live from America family. I know there's so many different avenues that you can watch Life from America on right now, but when all else fails, folks, just go to jeremyharrell.com. You can see it on your screen, and there you can go for all 
your needs, such as good MAGA music, good Armor of God music. And by the way, just to give you an update, Dave Bray USI, USA, excuse me, and myself will be recording the new Armor of God song in just two weeks. I don't know when the release date of that song will be, but we've been working on this for quite a while, and we really expect Christians all over the world to be listening to this song. It is that powerful. Big shout-out to Dave Bray, USA, and, of course, a big shout-out to the Getter family. Let's do some live shout-outs real quick. Let's go to Rumble first. We got Bobby in the building. How you doing? Good to see you. Orange is the new Hillary color. It's coming. Larry Reha is in the building. How you doing? Good to see you, Teresa. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. We've got Sabrina A.H. How you doing? Good to see you. Um, let's see. Miranda Dolan is watching tonight. God bless you, Miranda. Thanks for joining in tonight on Live from America. Lisa Naquin, Ellie May, thank you very, very much. Good to see you. I know I need to get Timothy Rampton on the show. I saw that this morning. Thank you. Carol from Pennsylvania. Deb from Illinois, how you doing? Good to see you. Tim from the great state of Wisconsin. And let's do one more here on Rumble. Let's give it to Russ Brizendine. How you doing, my friend? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to the Lord. Jesus calling right now, the evening version. And like I said this morning, folks, if you, for all you who did not watch the morning show, watch at your own risk, okay? You might have to have a bulletproof vest on to watch this morning show. It was the first show back after uh, being gone with my family late last week and, and yesterday. And I'm going to tell you what, uh, this morning show was fire. And one thing that I said in this morning show that it carried with me through this evening is make sure you pray for our enemies, folks. Make sure you pray for our enemies because what is going to become of them in the future who knows? God knows. We don't know. But we cannot want destruction for them. We cannot want hurt or pain for them. Ultimately, what we would rather have is each and every one of those people that I mentioned that's responsible for the evil that's been perpetrated on us and many others, including President Trump. What we ultimately want is for them to see the light, feel that gracious touch of God's hand, and go towards the word. That's what we hope. So, ladies and gentlemen, February 15th, year of our Lord, 2022, when you cannot sense my presence, it is enough to know that I love you with compassionate, unfailing love. If your heart is sinking under waves of panic, don't focus on those feelings. Look up to me as your soul clings to me. My right hand will uphold you, keeping you safe in turbulent waves. Um, Isaiah 43, 2 through 4 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you, since you, are a pre- since you are precious in my sight, and I love you. Again, that is Isaiah 43, 2, 4, for all those who go back and read these verses in context after or during the show. Also from Psalm 63, 8, My soul clings to you, your right hand upholds me. You can also go to Matthew 6.10 and Lamentations 3.32. And before you turn out the light tonight, never fear, beloved. Though you may lose sight of me at times, I am ever aware of your circumstance, and I will never abandon you to fend for yourself. And not only that, folks, you can couple that with what we said this morning, when God promises to go ahead of you and defeat and deliver your enemies to you so that you can do with them what God instructs you to do. Do not get bloodlust. Do not just go after these people because they're our political enemies. We need to stay and wait for God. Let him go first. Do not put yourself in front of God. Do not put yourself ahead of God, okay? It is not us to judge what happens to these people. It is our job to expose it, 
bring it to light, and then do what God wants us to do with each and every one of them. Please remove your hat if you are wearing one as we all go to the Lord in prayer, folks. Let's do it together in unison. And as we do, let's think of those who need our help. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. It is always, always good to go to the Lord and give the Lord all the glory for everything that we are experiencing, everything that you have in your life that is good. This show, Real America's Voice News, your families, the truth, love, joy, that all, ladies and gentlemen, comes from God above. So don't ever forget that. Now, we're going to get ready to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America, and we will be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. Got one heck of a show for you. And to the live audience, how you doing? Good to see you. So I know there's a lot of people in here saying, please get rid of the uh, the troll and the trash. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we get, rid- we get rid of them all the time. They just keep making profiles and they come back. Rumble uh, has told us weeks ago, and I hope hopefully you have heard this. If you have not, let me say it again. Rumble is working on being able to block IP addresses and give content creators the ability to block people at will. That day is coming. Until then, we're all just going to have to be adults, and we're all just going to have to ignore the trash that is in here. We can keep getting rid of them. We can keep banning them. That's fine, okay? But we have to get rid of the trash sooner or later, and it will happen, okay? Um, Jeremy, shout out, please, says, Wendy, how you doing? Wendy, God bless you. If anyone would like to pray for someone, I could use prayers. I haven't been fatigued in a while. Provo person, ladies and gentlemen, Provo person. Let's get to praying for Provo so that we can give, uh, hopefully, uh, some, some encouragement to look for that heavenly wisdom and that heavenly energy and that heavenly courage to, uh, to get everything that they need, okay? Thank you, Jeremy. I got my package. Tell Sabrina, thank you. Thank you, said Alicia Wida. God bless you, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'd also like to show you guys some stuff. I would like to thank Dorothy for two things. Dorothy found out that the theme of uh, Life from America was joy. And she went ahead and made this beautiful sign for me. As you can see, it says joy. It's a wooden sign. And on the bottom, it says Jesus offers you all the Father has. This was sent by Dorothy. And the cool thing about it on the back, the little hanger here, is a soda can tab. A little soda can topper. What a great creation here. God bless you, Dorothy. But that wasn't the only thing that Miss Dorothy sent. She also sent this beautiful cover for Kleenex boxes. And uh, she, uh, she actually has little verses all over the Kleenex uh, cover box here. This beautiful little cover here with a little bow on it. That uh, verses about joy. And I believe she said once she found out that in the letter, she said once she found out that joy was the theme of 2022 here on Live from America, she actually was uh, tasked to pick a song 
uh, for church, and it was joy to the world. So great, great presence from Dorothy. Thank you so very much. I'd also like to thank Amanda Collins. God bless her. She sent some Valentine's Day gifts and a donation, and she even sent stuff for Lily, so God bless her. Uh, Lauren Duffner, thank you so very much for the mugs. I'll be drinking out of those coffee mugs tomorrow for the world to see, so God bless you, and thank you very much. The Flag and Cross uh, and the Let's Go Brandon Candy Hearts, uh, thank you so very much for those. Um, we've got, uh, some buttons that were sent. I don't know who they're sent from, but they're yes and no buttons, no name on them. Emily and Brett Cook, um, also sent a, don't be afraid, just have faith. Mark five, uh, 536 flag, a beautiful, phenomenal flag, uh, and cards as well. And their number. So I'll be calling you tomorrow. Deborah Dibble for the Trump coin. What a beautiful Trump coin that was. Thank you. Shara Yancey, Sharon Yancey, excuse me, Tamara Par- Parsons, Janelle, Mitten, Henry, Furman, and Carolyn Batruccio. Thank you all for your donations through the mail. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not know the new address to the studio, it is P.O. Box. Uh, I forgot it now. Well, I forgot it now. I know somebody in the comment section knows what it is, so you can please uh, put that in there. I believe it's P.O. Box 527. I could be wrong, but I'm still trying to acclimate back from vacation with the fam and uh, friends. And uh, But it is um, Claremont, New Hampshire still, and uh, it's a P.O. Box number now. And I know that there's people in the comment section, uh, both on Rumble and on Getter, who know what it is. So if you guys could put that in there for me. There it is, P.O. Box 527. P.O. Box 527, Claremont, New Hampshire, 03743. So thank you all so very much for all your kindness. I appreciate it. Freddie Durf, thank you too for your clowniness. It's always nice to be able to laugh at people and you give that. So thank you very much. And to Donnie C., brother, we hope you're doing well. God bless you, my friend. Let's get back to the show because we have a lot to go through. And uh, we're going to start out with Republicans finally standing up. But let's see how long this lasts, okay? Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Before we get going, ladies and gentlemen, I was sent this beautiful, beautiful shirt. Paquita, Mark Paquita running for U.S. Senate in the state of Ohio. So, of course, I looked Mark up. Hopefully, we'll get him on the show soon. But uh, what I love about it is he sends a baseball bat. Because we're going to beat that swamp. My kind of candidate. My kind of guy. God bless him. All right, folks. Let's get into the first and foremost section here on Live from America. If you're watching on social media, do me the honor of reposting and sharing. Let's get these numbers up and let's get these people brought into the truth. Here we go. Republicans are finally starting to show a little bit of fight. We don't know how long this fight will last. Because most of these Republicans that I'm talking about are GOP rhinos, uniparty losers. But, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes better late than never. Republicans are starting to show a little bit of fight against the illegitimate sniffer and thief, Mr. Poop Pants himself, the Biden regime, who has no idea what he's doing. Finally, after approving tons and tons of nominees to different uh, sections of the government, finally, the Republicans are holding firm and standing still on appointing any more of Biden's nominees to the Fed. Why? Look at inflation. Look at the debt. 
Look at everything that's been printed to give to COVID relief and all of the fraud and all of the blue cities and blue states that have been bailed out. Why? That is why. Because you don't keep giving money to people who go and spend it foolishly. That is stupid. Then you become the fool. Then you become the fool. The Republicans are planning to boycott, to disrupt the vote on Biden's Fed nominees, every single one of them from here on out. So let's see how this works out. But let's read. Let's get into it. Uh, Republicans plan to boycott a key vote on Federal Reserve nominees, including Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, over concerns about Sarah Bloom Raskin preventing any of the candidates from moving forward. Raskin, whom President Joe Biden nominated to be the Fed's vice chairwoman of supervision, has faced intense scrutiny from Republican members of the Senate Banking Committee, which was planning to vote on her nomination along with a slate of other nominees Tuesday afternoon. If the GOP members of the committee followed through on the boycotting the vote, and this isn't just a bunch of jibber-jabber political jargon, if they actually stay true to this boycott, it cannot proceed as a quorum would not be met and a quorum would need to be met in order for anything to to move forward. Now, while Republicans are largely support Powell's nomination, Raskin has been at the center of their attention since she was nominated and GOP opposition comes down to two factors. The first being concerns about how she envisions the Fed's role as it relates to climate change and the second being questions about her work at the Colorado-based fintech company. Now, Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania, who's planning to, to, uh, to uh, run away as well, the top Republican on the banking committee, announced a boycott Tuesday saying that his party would have voted on other nominees if Democratic chairwoman Sherrod Brown had separated their votes from Raskin's. Long story short, folks, this is something that needs to happen with every nominee and every piece of legislation moving forward. In the Constitution, it says America will have a Republican form of government. If that Republican form of government actually grew a spine for a a change, if they actually grew a little bit of a backbone, then they could stop all of this. Why? Because none of it is legitimate and they know it. Ted Cruz, you know none of this is legitimate and you know it. Lindsey Graham, you know nothing that Biden says, does secretes out of his butt or whatever into his diaper is illegitimate, has no place in this government, has no place in the White House, and you all know that he is there illegitimately. Mitch McConnell knows it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy knows it. Everyone knows it. So why don't you start acting like it? Why don't you start acting like the Republican Party that we um, elected to be there to fight? That is why we're trying to get rid of every single one of you. It's good to see that you're actually doing something, but there's got to be something behind the scenes to this other than you're fighting for the American people because you haven't fought for us once. Matter of fact, you have caved on literally everything under the sun. You've literally caved on everything under the sun. So why this? Why now? Why not literally everything else that the Democrats are trying to push forward when you know it's illegitimate? You shouldn't be voting on anything. You shouldn't be giving them quorum. You shouldn't be holding any uh, deliberations, discussions. If these people are not going to rein back their Justin Trudeau-like dictator rules and procedures and policies and rein it back to the center to where the American people actually reside. That is what I am calling for. You brainless, spineless GOP uniparty Republicans to finally stand up for us and deny any kind of quorum for anything 
moving forward. I don't care if it is legislation on jaywalking. I don't care if it's legislation on littering or spitting gum on the sidewalk. If it has a D in front of it and they're pushing it, then the people with the R in front of it ought to just step back and say, nope, not doing this. I'm not hating on Ted Cruz. I saw somebody say, why hating on Ted Cruz? I'm not, say- I'm not hating on Ted Cruz. What I'm saying is Ted Cruz, along with Lindsey Graham, along with everybody else in the Republican Party, in the Senate and in the House, knows that the Biden regime is illegitimate, period. So why play the game? Would you go and play a game that you know was stacked against you? Would you go and play in a game or be a part of any kind of conversation, deliberation, discussion, event, project, anything? Would you be behind or be involved in anything that you knew was that where the deck was stacked against you? If you would, then you're as stupid as they are. Why would anybody subject themselves or the people that they represent to that kind of illegitimacy? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, and I'm far from the smartest guy in the world. Time to wake up, time to grow up. It's good to see a little bit of fight here, but let's just see how long it lasts. It shouldn't even have gotten this far. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to that, and let's talk about somebody who does is definitely running away with her tail between her legs because we now have a new uh, number 30, ladies and gentlemen. This makes 30 Democrats who are running away because they know what's about to happen. Democrat Representative Kathleen Rice from New York's 4th District announces her retirement, making the total number of Democrats running and heading for the hills 30, folks. According to Patch.com, Representative Rice won her first term in 2015. And she is the second Long Island representative to announce that she will not seek re-election this year. Okay? She actually put out a, uh, a tweet saying, As I turn the next chapter of my own personal and professional story, I do so with profound thanks to the community leaders, colleagues, and staff who have lived and shared our uh, a shared commitment to service with courage and humility. And, of course, she put out a public statement as the U.S. representative saying, I entered public service 30 years ago and never left. It has been the honor of my life to serve as a prosecutor, district attorney, U.S. representative in my beloved state of New York. I have always believed that holding political office as blah, 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 blah. Guess what? Blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares. Just pack your bags and don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. We don't have time for your sorries and your loves and your compassions. Just get out of Dodge so that we can get back to running America the way we're supposed to. And ladies and gentlemen, 30 Democrats, 30, 30 in a year, in an election year, in a midterm election year where they hold the House, the Senate and the White House. And you have 30 Democrats running for the hills. It, it all starts to make sense when you actually see the forest for the trees and wade through all the social media garbage. Later. See you later, Kathleen. Have a good one. Have a good retirement. Don't worry. If you did something wrong, it's about to catch up with you, just like it's about to catch up with all these high-profile pedestal scumbag uh, Republicans and Democrats who we're exposing every single day. And that brings me to my next story here that we got a couple minutes to go through before the next commercial, and that is 204 legislators are calling for a 50-state forensic audit, decertifications where appropriate, and... 
a possible convening of the United States House of Representatives. Can I get an amen? The convening of the House of Representatives should happen before any of this other stuff should happen. That is the first thing that should happen. But you know what? I'll take them as they come. Let's get to the story. Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers, historic movement to audit all 50 states and to certify fraudulent elections continues to grow. It was reported that State Senator Rogers' letter to the American people calling for a 50-state audit, decertification where appropriate, and possible convening of the United States House of Representatives to determine the rightful winner of the 2020 election. Okay? And, ladies and gentlemen, it is actually public information. You can go to Wendy Rogers' Twitter account. You can go to Wendy Rogers' um, uh, website. And literally, you can read every single name of every representative that signed on to this letter across the United States, from Texas to Tennessee, from South Dakota to Wyoming, from Illinois on, ladies and gentlemen, 50, excuse me, 204 legislators from multiple states are calling for this. It's growing, folks. It's happening. And the reason why it's growing, the reason why it's happening, and the reason why President Trump made the statement that he said uh, that I showed you earlier in this morning's show about what we're working on right now is going to blow your mind, basically. Everything is going to work for good. What is it? Romans 8 to 8. Everything good. God is, is, is working on everything uh, good to bring everything to whole, ladies and gentlemen. It's great. It's a great thing to see, and I'm very, very glad that people are finally finally standing up and putting their name on paper. We need that 204 to become 408. That's what we need to have happen. It's a beautiful thing, folks. It is a beautiful thing when you see people actually standing up for what is right and not afraid to put their name on that dotted line. The convening of the House of uh, of the uh, House of Representatives, I think is probably the most important out of all of those. Yes, decertification where appropriate. Yes, I get that. That can come after. A convening of the United States House of Representatives needs to happen now. It should have happened on January 5th. It should have happened on January 6th, January 7th, January 8th. It should have happened before January 20th. So ladies and gentlemen, for that, we're going we're, we're gonna to give them all the benefit of the doubt here for, for standing up and being strong. And we are going to give those 204 legislators the Smarty Award of the Day. I think they deserve it, don't you? If you're ready to put your name on that dotted line like that and fight the good fight, then you deserve it. Look, folks, we are going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. we got a lot more to get through. We've already gone through some. Please stay tuned. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Woo. i got to love these commercial breaks, right? Look, I'm going to jump over to Getter real quick. I have not, uh, I have not talked to the Getter family at all tonight, and we got to make sure that we don't leave anybody behind. We're only as strong as our weakest link, and we leave nobody behind here on Live from America. So I'm jumping over to Getter right now if you guys are there. Nick, how you doing? Good to see you, my friend. Thank you very much. Um, what's that? Abella Moon? God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate you being there. I appreciate you being active in the, in the chat comment section. That's great. Dale Doc, my friend, good to see you. Vicki Vale, welcome back. Hope you had a great time. I did. Thank you so very much. I needed it. Bev says Americans will win. We always do. Sherry, how you doing? Good to see you, girl. 
Mac Naya says the beta version of True Social is live. President Trump is on it. We're going to actually be talking about that here in a little bit. Zachary Wright, uh, White, excuse me. How you doing, my friend? I missed you last week. Well, I missed you too, man. Christy Burns, good to see you. Thank you very much. Mr. Biz says, hi, Jeremy. Thank you for all you do. You know what, guys? I want to thank you all. I want to give you guys an update. While we're on this commercial break, I want to talk to Just My Life from America Family here. Folks, we are now at 95% of our goal to get back where we were before PayPal dropped us like a ton of bricks. 95%. And that was all within a month. I'd like to thank you all very much. And for all those who are still waiting, or if you've not done that yet, you can now go to JeremyHarrell.com, click the donate bar uh, section. It'll take you right to a place where you can choose how much you want to donate, donate how often. And it is with a line pay and Cornerstone, uh, Christian conservative-owned companies who, uh, who are great. Anytime I need anything, they get right back to me. They call me. They're, they have a person assigned right to our account. They know the show. They love the show. They are fans of the show. So a big shout-out to them and a big shout-out to each and every single one of you. And as well, for the Rumble Rants, folks, we rely on them uh, really for the new producer, uh, to pay for the new producer. So if you find value in what he's doing, if you find value in all, wait till you see what he's working on next. We'll just say that. Wait till you see what he is working on next. So it's really a blessing to have, to have somebody here working with me. Uh, Marina says, please shout me out. Graham Washington. Uh, Graham in Washington State. There you go. God bless you. Thank you very much. And one more here. Um, I got my shout out. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Thanks for being, uh, thanks for, thanked, thanks to be, uh, be to God for getting the donors back. There's nobody else that I can thank but God. I mean, I could thank all of you, but God's obviously touched your heart and, uh, and asked you to do it. So I, I appreciate that. Jeremy, I, I signed up for a receipt. You now have my Netflix money. Hey. That's awesome. Thank you very much. It's, it's, you know what? It's, it's hard to know that people are sacrificing something to help life from America. But whatever you're sacrificing to help life from America, you've decided this is more important. And what we're doing here is more important. And I just want to thank you. It's very inspiring. It's very inspiring. All right, let's get back to the show because we got a lot more to go. All right, here we go. Hello and welcome back here on Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell, the host of the show. This is Live from America. And if it's not your new favorite show, then I can bet that you probably would put it in your top five at least. Why? Not because of me. No, no, no. Because of the gospel and because the Live from America family and how incredibly wonderful each and every one of them are. Let's move right to it, folks. Retired Colonel Lawrence Sellen. Also, Dr. Lawrence Sellen, Ph.D., has dropped some truth bombs. We're going to play the video here in a minute where he was on Jim Hoff's radio show. But retired Colonel Lawrence Sellen, not only a doctor who understands a little bit about uh, virology, who understands a little bit about the human body, I'd say, also was a retired colonel, so knows a little bit about how the military operates and how operations are done. He's been dropping some truth bombs about the origin of COVID-19. And ladies and gentlemen, it comes as no surprise it comes as no surprise what I'm about to what I'm about to tell you, but he went on Jim Hoff's radio show on nine, Real Talk 93.3 and discussed the origins of COVID-19 and this piece in particular, the United States government working with the Chinese to create a biological 
weapon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to play you about three minutes of the, uh, of the following video. I want you to pay very, very, very close attention to what's said and, uh, and, and the, the passion in which he says it. He knows what he's talking about, folks. He knows what he's talking about. So, again, this is Colonel Lawrence Sellen, Ph.D. and former colonel in the United States military. Here we go. So we know COVID was originated in China. Do we know which exact location? And uh, do we know whether it's uh, man-made or uh, it was made um, naturally, like in nature in a back cave or something like that? Well, uh, it was certainly man-made in a laboratory in China. There's no question about it. And in my opinion, it was, it was part of the uh, China's bio warfare program and you only need to look at the uh, structure of the virus itself uh, because it has a number of uh, unusual features that are not found in any corona bad coronavirus from which COVID-19 could have evolved and one of these is called a furine cleavage site which is a very small structure uh, in the virus and it's been known for many years that uh, it can increase infectivity and uh, pathogenicity in coronaviruses. And as I said, if you look at all the coronavirus, bad coronavirus from which COVID could have evolved, it, it simply doesn't exist. And we know that the Chinese uh, have published articles uh, inserting this kind of st structure in coronaviruses. So mm -hmm. uh, I think it's crystal clear, at least uh, to many people now, that uh, it could not have come from nature, that it came from a laboratory. And uh, I, the way the China's biological warfare program is structured, it was probably a contribution from many different laboratories, including the Wuhan Institute of Virology. But the backbone uh, of the corona, bat, it's a bat coronavirus backbone, which was manipulated, and that backbone uh, was isolated by the People's Liberation Army. So it's, you know, that's, I think, in general, what we know about it now. All right, folks, there you go. That is, uh, now, a, a person like this, a person with a PhD, who obviously cherishes the career that he's had, a person who is a colonel, a retired colonel in the United States military, he's not just going to say these things. You know what I mean? I love how people just say, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. The people on the left, when they watch this, they'll freak out and say, oh, well, he's not alone. He's no longer a colonel. He's no longer practicing medicine. Look, people who spend their lives at this kind of stuff, they don't just come out and say things to say things to be on one political aisle or the other. They don't. Now, I get it. You got your, you got your made-for-TV moments where people just want to get on TV, but this guy wasn't even on video. He was literally calling in to James Hoff's radio or Jim Hoff's radio show. You know what I mean? These people know what they're talking about. They understand operations. They understand psyops. They understand biologi biological warfare. They understand war, period, folks. And this has all the making of a biological warfare weapon that was uh, produced and then released on the world for, for a ton of reasons. Economic reasons to destroy your uh, your opposition, to destroy countries that uh, uh, from from the inside out and that will bend to your will. Continue to send the PCR tests and the masks from the same very country, folks. That the biological weapon was manufactured at again, like Hillary, Tony Fauci, the NIH, Francis Collins, all of them. You're all going down. And that is why you're doing everything you can to keep legitimizing January 6th. 
That's why you're doing everything you can to keep President Donald Trump away from the White House. That's why you're trying to do everything that you can to label me a white nationalist terrorist because you can't handle the truth. I wish I had that clip right now. I wish I had that clip from a few good men right now. Jack Nicholson says, you can't handle the truth. They can't handle the truth being out about them. Now, since we're talking about the origins of COVID-19, let's talk about, let's, let's fast forward. We know it's cost trillions of dollars. We know it's cost people's businesses, lives, savings. We know that it's given children PTSD. We know it's destroyed cultures, traditions, and the way of life for millions and millions, billions, billions of people around the world. And then you have Canada. And now let's talk about little Justin Castro, right? The prime minister of Canada, flexing his muscle, declaring the emergency act, basically declaring martial law on his own people. Now, there's one particular, there's one particular person that I want to talk about here right now, and that is, well, we can call him former, former police chief, Peter Slally, who has now resigned, ladies and gentlemen, for being a loser, and all of, those le- all of these losers will be gone soon, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I keep trying to get at. As long as we keep fighting, every one of these losers will find their place in history. Now, I want to go back and I want to show you the video where little HR puffing stuff here, but being all huffy and puffy, being a bully, the former, the now former police chief there in Ottawa, Peter Slally, has now resigned. But before he resigned, remember last week when he said this? Last week when he was acting all bully. gathering teams are collecting financial, digital, vehicle registration, driver identification, insurance status, and other related evidence that will be used in prosecutions. Every unlawful act, including traffic and insurance violations, will be fully pursued regardless of the origin at any time in the future. The primary focus of each of these measures will be on the unlawful behavior connected to the ongoing demonstrations. This includes parallel and counter demonstrations. We strongly urge all demonstrators and those engaging with the demonstrators to act lawfully, peacefully, and respectfully. Basically, it was an or else kind of a statement that he made. And now this week, ladies and gentlemen, he's gone. So you know what he deserves. Get the Swamp Donkey Dumb Dumb Award of the Day for trying to flex your little tiny little muscles last week and resigning this week. Now, a lot of people are asking, why did he resign? Why did he resign? Well, there's really no specific or particular reason that we're aware of other than the fact that he was bullying the police, uh, the, uh, the, the, the people under him, and all of the policemen and women that were there. He was bullying them to basically go out and harm people. And that is what the reports are. Now, the, none of this is solid. There's no video proof. There's no audio proof of this. But it makes, all the reason, it makes all the sense in the world why he would resign. Because there was too much pressure on the people that he was working with and the people that were, he was, that were working below him. That he was bullying them into, be, uh, into um, uh, imposing more drastic measures on the Canadian people. And I can guarantee you that those orders were, uh, were not lawful. We're not lawful. Now, all this, as the RCMP and the OPP, the Ontario Provin- uh, 
provincial police set to take over all law enforcement of the protests in Ottawa. Public Safety Minister Marco Mendocino said that the government is setting up and uh, setting up an integrated command center for the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and the OPP to share and assume command and control over the ongoing protests. I want to give you a little picture of what that looks like. There they go, folks. There they go, about ready to cause tyranny and oppression on their own people. We can only pray for their souls, ladies and gentlemen. We can only pray that the police decide to stand on the right side of history up there in Canada because it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well for them. It's not going to end well for their military, and it's not going to end well for their dictators. It never does. Just like that vision, that scene of Saddam Hussein being hunted down in a hole like an insect, like a rat, Justin Trudeau will fall that same fate if he does not bend to the will of the people that elected him to power. You don't have power. We the people do. What are you going to do? You're going to get all these trucks removed, and then what? Then what? You're going to make them go to work? Them blocking everything from happening is just one step. The next step is every one of them shutting down, every farmer, every trucker. Then what? You're going to force them to work? You're going to enslave them to work, Justin Castro? The RCMP and the OPP are set to take over, ladies and gentlemen. In a statement to the press, Public Safety Minister Marco Mendocino said that the government is setting up an integrated, uh, integ- excuse me, integrated command center for the RCMP and the OPP to share and control uh, the ongoing protests that brought Capital City's downtown core to a halt. Mendocino said that the federal government's focus to, is to ensure that the Ottawa police as well as the RCMP and the OPP have all the necessary means to restore public order and bring an end to protest. Boy, do they got a rude awakening coming, don't they? They have got one heck of a rude awakening company, uh, a rude awakening com- coming. When you say restore order, when nothing is literally out of order, people are just stopping other people from doing anything when it comes to the economy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to get messy up there, and they're going to drag us into it right along with them, guaranteed. Because we're not going to put up with it here in America either when we watch the Canadian government unload on its own people. Let's hope that it doesn't happen. Let's pray that it doesn't happen. Another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We'll be back right after this. Like I said, folks, like I said, it will spill over uh, here, and we will... We will uh, we will be dealing with the same stuff. Look, we stand. I want to make this very clear right now. The American people stand with the Canadian people, period. The American people stand with the Canadian people, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. You fire on them, you have us to deal with. I'm telling you, folks, you fire on them, and you have us to deal with. Same goes for when you fire on us. We, the people in America and the people in Canada, stand together. Jeremy sent you a package Friday. You should get it this week. Lisa, God bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, For anybody out there who has not received their order yet, I guarantee you it's either there, it's at your post office, or it just has not arrived yet. And when you ordered, you should have got an email. So make sure you check all your email folders, okay? When you ordered, you should have got an email telling you when it went out 
giving you a tracking number, and you'll get a return uh, label back with it just in case anything's wrong. But, ladies and gentlemen, there is a corresponding email from when you purchased your item. So if you have any questions about that, find that email and respond, and Sabrina will get back to you accordingly, okay? We donated more money. God bless you. Good girl. You're talking to the truckers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Rhonda says, don't truck with my freedom. Amen. What a good shirt. What a good shirt idea. You could make a lot. You should make those shirts up and sell them. I'd promote it for you. Sabrina's handwritten notes. Um, thank you very much. Sabrina's handwritten notes make me smile. Yeah, she's a good woman. She's a good woman. She's a great person, and she's an even better wife. I never received an email, but I did get my free or my two Freedom T-shirts within a week. Thank you, Victoria. God bless you. Jeremy sent you a package four hours ago. Ooh, maybe it'll be ready. <laughs> That'd be right. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Jeremy, I got sent the wrong shirt. Okay, you should have got a return label and just send it right back and we'll, we'll get it right back out to you, okay? Um, I promise. She's really good at that. Sometimes we make some mistakes, but she's really good at it and she's very quick. Rival Design, Kara, how you doing? She says, please join the Freedom Convoys in your states. It's starting in March. Amen. Jeremy, you need to get a regular sweatshirt. We have those coming. Actually, Armor of God hoodies and regular sweatshirts with sweatpants um, coming soon. Jeremy, I tried to order the Valentine's Day package. It would not accept my order. I placed a different order on another day and, and received that order. If you tried to re, uh, place that order after February 8th, then it wouldn't have worked because February 8th, that uh, deal was over. So just to let you know. Um, anyway, let's get back to the show, guys. What do we got here? What do we got left here? Woo! Not much. Not much at all. Okay, here we go. And welcome back to Live from America, folks. Jeremy Harrell here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Let's get right back to it, folks, because I believe since we're talking about the truckers, we're talking about Canada, we're talking about the convoy, and we're talking about what these people are going to go through in the near future with Justin Trudeau being the oppressive tyrant that he continues to be. I believe the GOP needs to announce that the U.S. will take in as many of the Canadian truckers as refugees as needed. Truckers are a strategic asset that the United States right now is very much in need of, ladies and gentlemen. And I know that the Canadian truckers are up there fighting for their freedom in their country. But I can promise you, folks, I can promise you some of these people's lives are going to be destroyed as they stand up. Some of these people's lives, careers, families are going to be crippled by Justin Trudeau and the Canadian government in the process of whatever comes next. And I would like to call on the GOP right now to announce that we, the United States of America, will take as many of the Canadian truckers as needed as refugees into our country because God knows that we need them here. It's basically a win-win for anybody who gets their lives handed to them by the oppressive government of Canada and wants and looks for a way out. We should take them. We should take them right here. We've got millions and millions and millions of trucker jobs that need to be fulfilled right here. And we love your, uh, your, your, you're an inspiration to us. We love that you've uh, stood up and you fought. And you know what? We will welcome you with open arms right here in the United States of America. That is what I call on the new Republican Party to do because it sure as heck would beat the garbage 
it sure as heck would beat the garbage that's coming across that southern border right now. I would gladly take each and every one of those truckers, and I believe that each one of you that are watching this show right now, you need to call on your GOP leaders in your state, senators or representatives, and say, call for this publicly right now. We will take you because you are the kind of people that Americans love, people who stand up for freedom, people who put it all on the line, people who put it all on the line. I think the GOP should definitely call that out. Now, speaking, ladies and gentlemen, of U.S. truckers, Mike Lindell's My Pillow Relief uh, Truck has been delayed trying to get pillows, blankets, and sleepwear to the trucker convoy in Canada. We knew this was going to happen, folks. We knew Mike Lindell was just going to be a victim of, 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 of something once again. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen. That trucker convoy has been delayed by Border Patrol. Let's see if we can... Uh, Let's see if we can get a look. A, All right, guys, uh, thanks for joining us on Real this quick. Tuesday afternoon. We are live here in Port Huron, Michigan. Uh, this is one of the entry ports uh, into Canada. And you're taking a look at a beautiful big rig. That is the official MyPillow big rig straight from uh, Minnesota. They have taken that drive last night to make its way here at the port the point of entry. Now, why are we here today? Well, uh, Mike Lindell has been keeping a close eye on everything that's been happening over in Ottawa. Of course, going on three weeks now, uh, truckers have made their way to, the, to that nation's capital and all to show a sign of solidarity as far as some of the mandates and vaccine passport requirements and the mass mandates that they're experiencing there in Canada. Uh, the truckers have had enough and we have really uh, figured out in the last couple of weeks that the truckers are the backbone of this country without a doubt. Without the truckers, our goods can't make it to the stores. We don't have food. We don't have supplies. We don't have clothing, things like that. So uh, the truckers have really made their voice uh, heard and around the world, not just here uh, in the U.S. and Canada, but also overseas. So ladies and gentlemen, that's our friend Brian over at RSBN, who's held at the border along with Mike's truck, ladies and gentlemen. Along with that's that's a, a that's a recorded version that was not recorded not or that was recorded not too long ago uh, by RSBN. I want to give a big shout out to them. Look, we're all working together here, folks. To give, we're all working together to give another form of truth, to get another form of truth out there. Not the truth that CNN says that they produce, not the truth that Fox News or that MSNBC or CNBC says that they produce. We're talking about the real God's honest truth. And big shout out to RSPN, big shout out to Real America's Voice News, big shout out to the news stations that are actually growing because people are leaving these other networks. And a big shout out to Mike Lindell one more time, folks. Mike Lindell's putting it all on the line, and now his truck, he's filled this truck up with goods for these uh, for these Canadian truckers, and look what they're doing to him now. Now they're stopping him at the border right after they debank him, folks. So long story short, continue to pray for Mike Lindell. Continue to pray for those truckers. Continue to pray for my pillow and all the people that work for that company that they continue to keep their jobs. Who knows what their future is like? And you know what? I say it all the time. We all say it on our own shows, but please, if you go there to support him, use promo code LFA. And we can all share into that, into the, uh, share the love, and all boats rise. Uh, don't have much longer here, so I want to get to a couple more stories here. And this one really, really, really irked me, folks. This one really, really made me upset. Remington. Remington has settled with the Sandy Hook families 
for $73 million over the school shooting massacre. This bothers me, not because I don't believe that Sandy Hook families don't deserve some kind of compensation for what happened to their children and their family, okay? But ladies and gentlemen, this sets a dangerous precedent because what comes next? Are you going to sue Chevy when somebody runs over somebody in your family? Are you going to sue Husqvarna if a chainsaw accidentally cuts somebody's leg or somebody goes on a wild tirade with a chainsaw and cuts somebody up? Not to be too vivid, but you get what I'm saying. Are you going to go after uh, Husqvarna? Matter of fact, are you going to go after any tool manufacturer if somebody happens to murder somebody with a tool like a hammer or a skill saw? It sets a dangerous precedent, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot have manufacturers being sued by victims of gun, sh- uh, of gun violence when it was not the gun that decided to wake up and go kill people, but yet it was the person who decided to get the gun and wake up and go kill people. This is the stupidest settlement and the dumbest lawsuit I have ever heard of. Families of the Sandy Hook victims reach a $73 million settlement today in their lawsuit against Remington Arms manufacturer of the AR-15 semi-automatic rifle used to kill 20 kids and six staff members in the 2020 or 2012 massacre. The nine families brought a class action lawsuit in 2014 against Remington Arms, which made the weapon used in the mass shooting, claiming the gunmaker sought to sell the military-grade weapon to the mentally ill. Yeah, that's right, morons. Remington got up one day and said, oh, let's, let's market, let's pick a demographic here. And let's market our product to the mentally ill. Yeah, that's great. That's a good idea. Let's do that. That sounds fun. These, I, I, I just don't get, I mean, I'm not in Remington. I'm not involved in their business in any way, shape, or form. And who knows what could have came out of it if they fought it to the end. But this, Remington had offered the families $33 million in July of 2021. About $3.7 million per family, less than half of what ultimately will be doled out. Quote, today is not about honoring our son Benjamin. Today is about how and why Ben died, said Francine Wheeler, mother to six-year-old Ben, who was killed in the massacre. It is about the right. It is about what is right and what's wrong. Our legal system has given us some justice today. But David And I will never have true justice. True justice would be our own 15-year-old son, healthy and here with us. This was a scene from that today, ladies and gentlemen. Look, and I'm not here to downplay what happened to these children in any way, shape, or form. I'm not here to downplay what happened to them. I'm not here to make fun of them in any way, shape, or form. This is a very, 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 very touchy subject. I get it. I get it. But the manufacturers, for any weapon or any tool do not make them with the intent on selling them to the mentally ill how stupid can you actually be but it got him 73 million dollars didn't it so i don't know what to think about this all i know it's a sad state of affairs when you can start start suing manufacturers okay what about uh how come we can't sue the uh pfizer How come we can't sue Pfizer, who's responsible for killing millions of people over decades? How come we can't sue Moderna and Johnson & Johnson? That seems odd, huh? Can we sue all these pharmaceutical companies that make pills that kill people? 
What about that? Can we sue Joe Biden for allowing Narcan to come across the southern border? Like I said, folks, it sets a dangerous precedent. A very, very, very dangerous precedent. And one more settlement before we uh, close out the show today, ladies and gentlemen. Prince Andrew has also settled out of court with the woman that he sexually assaulted as well. Well, isn't that something, ladies and gentlemen? All these rich, pedestal, way up high, elite, globalist losers, they just pay money and get out of everything, huh? Meanwhile, Remington gives $73 million away in a settlement. But this guy sexually assaults who knows how many people. Attached to the entire Jeffrey Epstein story, folks. Who knows how many people were sexually assaulted by these people? And this is what we deal with. Settles out of court. Pays her off. Ain't that something? Ain't that special, folks? Unbelievable. Take a quick commercial break right here on Real America's Voice News. And when we come back, we'll always leave you with some good news. So we're going to leave you with some good news again today. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Please stay tuned. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yep. Paid for with British citizens' money. Amen. Amen. Woo! What a day today, folks. What a day. Look, we're not going to take a long commercial break. We're just going to come right back since I'm recording anyway. We're going to come right back with the last little bit here. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's just come back from it. Let's close out strong today. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Look, uh, it's, been a long, it's been a long day today. It was my first day back. I appreciate you, the love. I appreciate you guys being here. And as always, I want to leave you with a little smile on your face. I always want to leave you with a little something, something, a little smile on that face. So we're going to go ahead and do that now. President Trump's Truth Social is supposed to be out very soon. Dates have changed, and I get it. They may continue to change. It's not very easy ladies and gentlemen, to get out a a social network like this. But God bless President Trump. God bless Rumble, Getter, all of them. Not only we have alternative media now, but we have alternative social media now, which is great. But President Donald J. Trump wanted the world to see something. So he made his first truth social post. And I'd like to show that to you right now. Here it goes. President Donald J. Trump, real Donald Trump. This is from his true social network says, get ready. Your favorite president will see you soon. Oh, get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Your favorite president will see you soon. Your guess is as good as mine. Your guess is as good as mine, folks, on what that means. But I have a feeling President Trump isn't just talking about true social. Just my just my opinion. But I don't believe that President Trump is talking about truth social. <laughs> I have a feeling he's talking about something better. You can read between the lines and figure it out. Looks, folks, that's uh, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America here uh, today on this Tuesday, uh, February, excuse me, 15th, 2022. It's been an honor. It's been a blessing to be here with you. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. 
It's been an honor being here. If you find value in the show, don't hesitate. It always helps, even a little bit, even a littlest bit. If you go to JeremyHarrell.com, click the donate section. You can help this show tremendously. Whether you become a one-time or a monthly donor, it helps. Also, check out the apparel. We got a whole bunch of new items coming to the store this week. I can't wait to show them for you guys. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America and, of course, in the evening as well. Keep your families close. Spread the gospel, and I'll see you then. Have a great day. See you later, folks. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.